Podcast Answer Man, episode number 327. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hi, this is Leo Laporte of This Week in Tech, and you're listening, (laughs) you're smart, to Cliff Ravenscraft. He is the Podcast Answer Man. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft and this, this, my friends, is the podcast about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you have been podcasting for many years, or you haven't quite yet recorded that first episode, (laughs) there's something we can all do to take our show and everything we do in life to the next level. That's right, my friends, and I am so excited to be here today. Uh, in fact, I have several big topics to cover, and this show, uh, from the beginning to the end, is all me. Uh, there's no voice feedback. It is all stuff that's on my mind, things that I want to share with you, and I hope that that's okay with you because we're going to start off with a plug of the week, a personal plug of the week that is actually going to be... Uh, an, an actual topic of its own as, as far as when it comes to the importance of having a narrow niche focus and how that does not exclude you from reaching people outside of that niche. We'll talk about that. Uh, I'm also going to briefly share some thoughts on how you can connect to successful people that you want to do life with. Now, I don't necessarily have a specific formula, but I'm going to share with you what I have seen and experienced in my own life and what I have seen when it comes to the people that I have, quote unquote, allowed to pass through certain gates uh, into my own experience. And so, um, yeah, well, I'm going to talk about that. It'll make sense. So how to connect with successful people that you want to do life with. I think that with those topics... From beginning to end, it'll be, I'll be very blessed if I can get this thing done in under one hour. So let's go ahead and start off with my personal plug of the week. And that goes out to Ed Gandia, who has the High Income Business Writing Podcast. Now, Ed Gandia is a member of the podcast Mastermind. And I follow him on Twitter as a result of uh, the relationship that I have with Ed. And the other day, actually the other day, it was yesterday, I saw him link on Twitter to a podcast episode that he recently produced. And he gave the title of that episode and it sounded very interesting. And it was seven tips for developing stronger self-confidence. Actually... I think that he worded that in a different way. And I'm going to pause for a second and actually go find the tweet because I think it'll be important for me to share with you how that tweet actually caught my attention. Okay, so I found it. And by the way, you can follow Ed at uh, twitter.com slash edgandia. That's E-D-G-A-N-D-I-A. But here's the exact tweet. And it looks like he's uh, he, he linked to it several different times. But here's the tweet. It said, Lack of self-confidence is one of the biggest silent killers of freelance writing careers. I'm going to read that one more time. Lack of self-confidence is one of the biggest silent killers of freelance writing careers. Now, that instantly caught my attention, and so much so that I immediately clicked on the link, and I saw it was a link to his podcast episode, and I went, which basically then loaded it up on his website. And then, of course, I clicked subscribe via iTunes and made sure that I pulled in that episode so that I could listen to it. And guess what, my friends? I did listen to it. And it is an awesome podcast. And it's, it, matter of fact, if you're going to check out my personal plug of the week this week, I encourage you to listen to episode number 22. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. It's at his website, by the way, is B2B Launcher, like um, that's business to business b2blauncher.com slash, and he writes it all out, episode all written out, and then 2-2. So b2blauncher.com slash episode 2-2. And that'll take you right to that specific episode. And I loved it. There are a couple things that I love about 
this personal plug of the week. Number one, uh, Ed is an amazing guy. He is a guy who I would actually suggest to you has a lot of self-confidence. Matter of fact, when he applied for the podcast mastermind, I remember reading through his application and the way that he presented himself, uh, not just in the application itself, but when he wrote the email to me, I just really understood that this is a guy who takes himself seriously. He's professional and 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 he has he communicates with confidence. And one of the things that I will say is that when I was reviewing his application and reviewing him, uh, whether reviewing whether or not he would be a, you know somebody I would want to have in the podcast mastermind, is it a good fit for the group? Is it is is the group a good fit for him? Those kind of questions. Um, I, literally, I got to the point where is is the podcast mastermind going to be something that will provide value to somebody who is this who is at this place in their journey who has who has already achieved this much life experiences is he too far ahead from some and 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 all of these other things and so there's no question in my mind i would have never guessed in a million years that he would ever deal with a self confidence issue because when i dealt with him in my mind i was dealing with somebody who was full of confidence, who knew who he was, knew what he wanted, and moved forward with great boldness, purpose, and strategy. And and I loved hearing this episode because that is very much who Ed Gandia is. He is exactly all of those things. Yet, I will tell you, just like everyone else that I would give those quality and characteristics to, just like everyone else, he suffers from a lack of self-confidence from time to time. And 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 by the way, many of you feel that, gosh, Cliff is full of so much confidence. And you would be shocked to learn how many times I still today can just randomly be paralyzed by fear and doubt about big decisions that I want to do. How sometimes I'm so full of confidence and I'm like, nothing, nothing could get in my way. I could never be stopped from achieving what I just set out as my goal. And then all of a sudden, I can wake up the next morning thinking, what am I doing? I have who, and and here, and it usually starts out with the phrase, who am I? Who am I to think that I could do that? And and so I love the topic because this is something that I, I, and by the way, I know I, I, most of the people who are my business advisors, that you know, these are extremely successful people. These people, in my mind, they have achieved much of the success that I hope to one day accomplish in my life, financially, uh, when it comes to health balance uh, and family life, and and just so many other areas, and 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 also with professionalism and the way that they communicate, the way that they they basically do life. It, it, they're they're very confident, competent people, and I will tell you, as I've become s- close personal friends with those individuals, I happen to know that many of the people that you would think are impenetrable as far as their confidence, that even their own self-confidence is shaken at times, and when I saw this tweet, I was, Im- I was immediately like, wow, you know what? Uh, a lack of self-confidence is one of the biggest silent killers of any career. It doesn't matter if it's freelance writers or not. I absolutely know that lack of self-confidence was one of my greatest areas of concern back in 2008. And I seriously lacked self-confidence. And and it actually literally was a debil- I mean it was like a debilitating disease that I had to get rid of. I mean it was just absolutely horrendous how much having a lack of self-confidence in 2008 really set me back and kept me from advancing faster than I did. But uh, so yeah, I so I listened to Ed's podcast and it was it was amazing. And the fact is, you would imagine, you know, that you're going to turn on this episode and you're going to hear Ed Gandia speak with boldness and confidence from the beginning of that episode all the way to the end of that episode. And so here and you know, if, so if you're expecting a podcast where Ed is going to sit from on high and he is going to tell you how he has achieved impenetrable uh, self-confidence that cannot be shaken under under any circumstances, I am completely shielded from all 
all uh, attacks of self-confidence. Nothing can get to me. I am solid as a rock. And I'm going to tell you how I achieved it and how you can too. That is not the episode that you're going to get. So the other thing that I love and why this is a, a huge personal plug of the week for me on another level is that this is an example of somebody who speaks with authenticity and and transparency. Ed is a real man. He's a real guy. He, he, he You'll listen from the beginning of the episode to the end of the episode. Is Ed a guy who, who, who has developed success in his life financially and in his career and in his family? Absolutely he, he has. Is this guy making you know six-figure income? Absolutely he is. Is he helping other people as a coach and consultant today, helping other freelance writers achieve six-figure incomes? Yes, he is. He is successful, but you'll find from the beginning of the episode to the end of the episode that this is not some self-proclaimed expert. This is somebody who says, listen, I'm a guy just like you, and I've struggled with self-confidence, I, and I've, I've found ways to deal with it when it comes up. I don't deal with it all the time, but yes, I can tell you that I, I, I have not dealt with it for the last time, and we all deal with it, and here's... And, and, and it's just so plain spoken English, just like what you hear on Podcast Answer Man and, and several other of the shows that you love so much, the people where they're just being very open and honest with you about their life's journey and where they've found success. And it's not necessarily a formula for how to develop stronger self-confidence, but it's just some things that he's found that's worked for him, and I absolutely love that he shared that. Now, some people out there would be afraid to put an episode out there about self-confidence. Some some folks would be afraid to share with their audience that I I sometimes struggle with self-confidence issues. Some people would uh would would be afraid to share that man, you know, sometimes I get a little down. Sometimes I feel depressed. You know, sometimes I get burned out and I'm like, you know, what am I doing? You know, these are sometimes people are afraid to share those kind of things. And and if you're not comfortable doing that, I don't I don't suggest that you force yourself to do that. But I just want to say, be free to be yourself. And that's another reason why uh, Ed Gandia's podcast is a personal plug of the week. But there is a third reason, and it's actually a topic of, of great interest to me, especially since I am you know currently in my 13th session of podcasting A to Z right now. And it is a great example of a niche-focused podcast but where the topics, most of them, apply to multiple fields of entrepreneurship. So let me go back to that tweet. He says, lack of self-confidence is one of the biggest silent killers of freelance writer writing careers. Now, if I wanted to, and I could go in here and I could retweet that. And you know, how many freelance writers are out there who are following me on Twitter? How many freelance writers are out there listening to me right now here on Podcast Answer Man? I'd say maybe 20, 30. Maybe there are 60 or 100 of you out there. I don't. I have no idea. If I had to guess, I would say there's probably, probably about 30 freelance writers listening to Podcast Answer Man right now uh, as far as this epi- who will listen to this particular episode. But I can tell you this. The fact that Ed Gandia's niche focus is on uh, his podcast is the High Income Business Writing Podcast. And by the way, the High Income Business Writing Podcast, his target audience is very clear, freelance writers. Freelance writers, that's who his target audience is. But guess what? And, and by the way, just because somebody's a member of the Podcast Mastermind doesn't mean I subscribe to their podcast. I mean, it, I've got 47 members of the Podcast Mastermind. I can't listen to 47 episodes a week of of content. So, so. But the thing is, is I'm not a freelance writer, but Ed's tweet yesterday got me to listen to that episode, and I want to tell you that I am now a subscriber to the High Income Business Writing Podcast with Ed Gandia, and why is that? Because his podcast is about entrepreneurship. It's about building a business. It's about thinking about pricing. Let me read to you. Let me read to you some of the titles of other episodes. Now, he, like I said, the, his most recent one is episode 22. So he's got 22 episodes in the archives. But here are some titles of some of his other episodes. 
email email newsletters, a steady and lucrative writing opportunity. Yes, is this one focused on the writing angle? Probably, and if I get in the, into that episode and I find out that it's you know all about a lucrative writing opportunity, you know how, how to make money, uh, you know for freelance writers and and writing newsletters for other people, I may be tempted to turn that off. However, I'm often interested in subscribing to podcasts in other fields of interest in other niches. Here's why: because Ed may share some of the tips and tricks and secrets and hints and tips on how to successfully help their, you know, freelance writers help their clients create better newsletters. So if he is giving basically the person that I would hire to help me write better newsletters for my own brand, if he's giving the person I would hire tips, if I'm actually writing my own newsletters, would I not benefit from his tips on helping me write better newsletters? So, so there may be some great takeaways from that. Now, that that one again, that that episode is very clearly focused on the writer, you know, the freelance writer. But listen to some of these other ones. Hourly rates. When do they make sense, and how do you keep them high? Hello, that applies to every business out there that has struggled with this idea of do I charge by the hour or do I charge by the project or do I charge based upon the value that the that my work um, you know gives to the company all of those things now I can tell you that now I cannot wait to listen to that episode here's another one guerrilla prospecting tactics that work aren't we all looking to prospect from time to time we got a new product we got a new service we want to find clients who will uh, be interested in this brand new product that we're offering. We want to find uh, prospects that could potentially benefit from these things that we have to offer. So pro- having knowing about guerrilla pro- prospecting tactics that work for, pro- for freelance writers, for podcast consultants, for financial advisors, for anybody. Uh, let's see here, writing product descriptions for clients. Hello, I want to learn how to write better product descriptions for myself. Writing business plans, the opportunity for business writers. Maybe he's going to give tips and ways that you can improve that process. Smart networking strategies for freelance writers. Well, I'm pretty sure that any successful tip or principle that would come into play for how to successfully uh, and smart and be smart about networking for freelance writers, I bet you I could find ways to apply that to, you know, uh, networking with the people that I want to network with. And here's his other one. He's got two episodes. One is part one, and he's broken it into two different episodes. How I took my writing business to the six-figure income level. Have not listened to anything other than episode 22 yet, but out of the 22 episodes, I've already listened to episode 22, and I plan on listening to every single one of the episodes I just mentioned to you. And yeah, I know he's going to talk about specifically how he took his writing business to the six-figure level. And I know that I have no desire to, to actually create a freelance writing business. But I will take what he did and I will use it to inspire my thinking about how I can do things to increase my income. Now, my income is already at a six-figure level, but I would like to make it a higher six-figure level. And in fact, things are moving in that direction. And they continue to move in that direction because I'm willing to go and check out other shows just like the high-income business writing podcast. I encourage you to do so as well. Go to b2blauncher.com. If you find the show and you like it, give him a rating and review in iTunes and make sure that you tell him you heard about him from podcastanswerman.com. He'll be happy that you did. And just remember this. The fact is, is if you subscribe to that podcast and you're not a freelance writer, just think about that when you go branding your podcast and think, did the fact that he actually focuses on freelance writers keep him from actually gaining me as an audience member? Nope, not at all. And this is the key critical point that I'm trying to make here is that this is, it, it's possible. I, the, there are hundreds, I would say there's probably even close to a thousand people who listen to Podcast Answer Man who, number one, do not have a podcast, and number two, have no plan to create one. 
but they listen to it for inspiration. They listen to it for the for the example of how I communicate what I think and feel, you know, how to communicate with authenticity and transparency, the no beating around the bush, you know, just being straight up with people saying, listen, if you buy this, I'm going to get a commission. How I am unapologetically plastic, I mean, unapologetically promoting my own products and services. Uh, I mean, it's just, I, I am who I am. And a lot of people find inspiration just from that. And so the fact that I am podcast focused in my niche does not keep me from actually gaining the access or gaining the attention of other entrepreneurs who have no desire in pod, for podcasting. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind when you're thinking about your brand for your podcast. Instead of just saying, you know, I just want to create the, I, I want to create a podcast that is so broad that it just, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't narrow in on one field. It is just it's just for entrepreneurs. You know, it, it just any entrepreneur. If you if you're thinking about starting a business, if you you're, you're you if you already have a business, if you own your own business, if you're the manager in the business, it it's for everybody. Well, the shows for everybody usually don't attract anyone. Okay, that, that that's a little bit of a harsh statement, but the reality is, is when you are laser focused and you know what you're doing, it even exudes confidence. You know what? It exudes confidence when you say, I am the freelance writer's podcaster. You know, I am I am that guy. I am I am the go-to guy for freelance writing. Now, do you think that that Ed would potentially take on a client that may may want to, you know, let's just say Ed has a a course on how to take your your business to the six-figure level and it's all about freelance writing. Do you think he might ever get somebody who will pay, I don't know, let's just say 1100, 1500, 2000, 2500 dollars or even $8000 for a course? Um, to to hear him speak about the the methods that are used for helping people be, get into a six figure income, uh, who actually do not have a freelance writing business, it's very possible. And and I can tell you right now, there there have been a lot of people who have hired me over the years who have no podcast and have no desire to have a podcast, and I've been happy to help them through. Uh, you know, brainstorming about you know social media and and content marketing and and all kinds of other things, just productivity and and stuff like that. But anyway, that that's my personal plug of the week. It's a big one, uh, and and it's not just because Ed is a po- member of the podcast mastermind, but he is. And if you want to learn more about the podcast mastermind, well, I'll play this. Do you work for yourself full-time or desire to do so in the near future? Do you have a desire to connect with other success-minded entrepreneurs? Are you ready to take your personal and professional growth to the next level? If so, the podcast mastermind may be just what you're looking for. Imagine having ongoing access to non-judgmental and constructive feedback, tips and resources, technology reviews, and open exchange of ideas, collaborative tasks and meetings that are designed to boost your confidence and credibility. The Podcast Mastermind is designed to get you plugged into a small group of like-minded, success-oriented individuals who are consistently focused on helping you take the next right step toward meeting your personal and professional goals. For more details and to learn how to apply, head on over to podcastmastermind.com, podcastmastermind.com today. All righty. So let's see here. The next topic that I want to talk about is how can I connect with successful people? Now, I don't know, by by the way, if you're expecting me to give you a formula for this, it's not going to happen. In fact, I oftentimes am just baffled by how I've got to the place where I can literally tell you that I am close personal friends with, you know, people like Dan Miller and Michael Hyatt and Ray Edwards and, and, uh, so many other people. I mean, Michael Stelzner and, and just all these other people who normally, not that they're well. Some of them actually do have gatekeepers. Uh, some of them very much have intentional gatekeepers uh, because they have to. Because I mean, just the sheer number of people that consistently want their attention, and and of course they have their priorities, and they know what they're most called to do and gifted to do, and how they can help the largest number of people, and still have the life that they want with their wife, with their kids, and and I totally get all of that. And I'm still learning so much from each of them in all of those areas. But here's the deal. I don't, I mean, I know some of the things that have happened to 
that that if I look back, I can trace the steps. How do I how I got into this relationship? But the thing is, is it's these are not things that necessarily I can say. Well, gosh, I did this, that, which led to this, which led to this, which led to this, which led to this. But here's the thing: you could. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now: you couldn't just take the first thing that I do and automatically expect those dominoes to fall the same exact way, if that makes sense. It just doesn't work like that. But here's what I've noticed. I've noticed people who have broken through the barriers, if you will. I have noticed a couple things about people who have maybe not broken through the barriers because obviously, in fact, that's going to be one of the things that I tell you not to do is trying to break through the barriers. Uh, breaking through the barrier, trying to break through the gates of the gatekeeper, that's one of the ways to actually get a bigger barrier put between you. Not necessarily, and by the way, I'm going to immediately remove all of those people that I mentioned be above because this is this is just people in general, th- those people you want to do life with. And it's not necessarily just me as well. So, but but just overall, these are general principles that I've seen about how to get connected with, how not to get connected with some people, and and things that I've seen that have helped people overall get connected. Or and this is the big thing: not breaking through bar- barriers, but how I've noticed certain people get on those people's radar. How do you how do you become a blip on their radar? How do you how do you stand out in a noisy world? Right, Michael? Uh, so uh, anyway, one of the things that obviously helps is to have your own platform. You know, to stand out, make some noise, uh, create a disturbance in the force. I mean, p- get out into the world and have a message and stand up for something that matters. Have something that you're passionate about that you are doing that benefits the world, that helps the world, that that creates change, that encourages, that inspires, that gives hope to the world. And when you stand out and make a difference, people pay attention. Now, the thing is, is you have to, you can't manufacture that. You've, you've got to dig inside and, and find it within you. So many people I've seen try to mimic the lives of others. They try to mimic the success of others. In fact, I recall an email that I got a long time ago from this, this major hater, this guy that desperately hated me. And and he and he told me about all the reasons I was going to fail. And he says, obviously, Cliff, for some reason, you have had some some financial early on financial successes, and you know you've gained an audience and stuff like this. But all that you've shown is that any monkey can push buttons and do this and do that, and any anybody who knows to hook up cables here and there can do it. And I just may create my own business about podcasting just to show you what it's really like if you actually had some business sense. And and I look, I go back and I think about that email, and I'm thinking, you know what? The, my success has very little to do with just knowing how to plug wires in. My success isn't just the fact that I picked a topic or a niche that is is booming. I, it's not being just in the right place at the right time. Now, is it important that I know how to do those things? Yes. Did I, is there some validity to being at the right place at the right time? Yes. Is there is there some sense to each of those things that have added and attributed to my success? Absolutely. But here's the thing. The there what you can't duplicate is the why. You can't duplicate what drives me. You can't d- duplicate my life experience and and the decisions that I make and the way that I think and the way that I feel and the way that I treat others and and all of those other things. You can't you cannot carbon clone me and 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 go out and create your own thing. Now, can you go out and create your own podcast? Yes. Can you be successful? Yes. And can you do even things greater than I have accomplished in the podcast consulting space? Yes. But don't try to be me. Try to be you in that space. And in fact, I love it because that's almost identical to one of the things that Ed Gandia said in his self-confidence um, thing. But here's the situation. Stand out in the world is one way that you can get on someone's radar. The other one is, and it goes back to what I was saying before, don't try to break through the gatekeepers. This, okay, so I am very blessed to, to, to be connected with some, some of these individuals. I mean, 
The fact that I, I could actually text message some certain individuals if I had something that I really desperately wanted to talk to them about, and I could do that, and, and I could probably expect to have a call with them just about any time I want. Uh, and, and by the way, that that's great power right there, my friends. But with great power comes great responsibility, and it's and it's something that I almost would never use, almost never use. And and even for me to email any of these people that that I look up to so highly, that I respect so highly, the thought of me emailing them, it, it's just like, whoa, let me really think about this before I hit send. Or, or, or <laughs> forget that. Let me really think about this before I hit the compose button, okay? I want to make sure that I am super respectful of these people's time, super respectful of their boundaries, super respectful of their priorities, and 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 that's one of the reasons why you know you can get on their radar. One of the reasons why they may open up to you is because they recognize that you would be the type of person who would have so much respect for their boundaries, so much respect for those things that that when you have the opportunity, like for me, when I have the opportunity to talk to them, I'm like, you know, boom, to the point and also, wow, thank you for the taking the time. I'm humbled and, and it's out. I'm not like 17 paragraphs. I'm not even three paragraphs. I'm like to the point and I'm out. And here's the situation. I've had a number of people and I've told Michael Hyatt about this, but I've had a number of people who have come to me and said, hey, Cliff, I really want to talk to Michael, and I know that you have a close connection to him, and I know that if I send an email to such and such, I'm going to have to go through his assistant, and there's channels and stuff like that, and I may not make it through, and I really would love to leverage our relationship, and can you put me in direct contact with him and send him this pitch? And I'm like, what? And I'm like, no, every single time, 100% of the time, the answer to that question is going to be no. I will not do it because I respect their, their, their process. I respect their, their priorities. I respect their boundaries way too much. And, and trying to find loopholes to get through, to, to, to jump through those boundaries is not a way to build a relationship of trust and, and rapport with those people. So, so number one, uh, don't try to break through. Number two, get out there and make something. Get out there and, and be something that's, that, that would make a difference where they would say, wow, I really want to know more about this guy. You know, and, and and let me just tell you some people that have recently gained the attention of some of the people that I know. Um, you know, Eric Fisher. You know, we just actually <laughs> we didn't just do this. I did. Uh, you're gonna hear Eric Fisher and I recorded a social media segment uh, on YouTube audio uh, music, and and you'll you'll hear how it really applies to podcasters next week. We recorded our social media segment this morning for next week's episode. But Eric and I were just talking. Eric Fisher is the is on a, a guest, an interviewee of Ray Edwards and RayEdwards.com. Uh, Ray is you know very selective of the people that he you know pro, would promote and stuff like that. And he, here, Eric Fisher is a guest on Ray Edwards' show. How did he get out there? Well, it's because of what Eric has done in taking the bold step of building a brand around his Beyond the To Do List. He finally got serious with something and has run with it consistently. Now, Eric, I, I don't I hope Eric won't mind that I say this, but Eric has had several shows in the past, and several of them have had long, you know, have had, you know, short runs here and there and stuff like that. But this beyond the to-do list is the first time where there's been a strategy from the beginning and a commitment to consistency and one that has a clear focus. And also, he has goals associated and tied to it. And he is making a splash in a very big way. And so, so again, do something that, that really is worth noticing. The third thing, and the big thing, is this. Help others. Help others. From whatever your gifts, your talents, your abilities, whatever experiences that you have that are of value, 
that you could that you could offer to somebody that you want to help, then be willing to give to them without expecting anything in return. Okay? Don't expect anything in return. Now, I'm going to tell you, I get, I probably get around a thousand plus emails a week. All right? So, just over 1,000 emails every single week. And out of those 1,000 emails every single week, I would suggest to you that the words quick or the phrase quick question is probably listed in at least 300 to 500 emails per week. Imagine that, 300 to 500 emails written to Cliff Ravenscraft every week with at least one quick question, and usually it's quick questions, and there are one to five of them. All right, now, okay, it doesn't take, you know, a lot of math and to figure out there's not enough hours in the day for me to answer all of those. I do answer every email, but I don't answer every quick question. Um, but I want to tell you, out of the thousands and thousands, and I'm saying hundreds of thousands of emails that I've ever received, there is one email that stands out above every single email. Now, I've had some I've had some amazing amazing emails. But I'm going to share with you one email that stood out and and I haven't asked for his permission, but uh I don't think that Darren Dake is going to mind that I do this. Uh but the, the and by the way, out of all the hundreds of thousands of emails that I've ever received, this one email that will forever be burned into my mind. I will never forget this email just recently came in on September 13th, 2013. And the subject line, by the way, the subject line is what made this email the one email that I will forever remember. The subject line is, I don't need anything. That was it. It, 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 Matter of fact, it just said, from Derek, Derek, uh, let's see, Darren Dake, and and the subject line says, I don't need anything. And I do you want to know, and by the way, when that email came in, there were probably about 40 or 50 emails. Do you want to know the very first email that I opened? It was his. It was. It was his email. I don't need anything. And this is what the email said. Cliff, just wanted to drop you a note to say thanks. I don't need anything from you. Just wanted to give you a little more encouragement. I have waited until I released my 10th podcast, which went to iTunes today, before writing you. Each one is improving and and know that the, and I know that they will just get better with and better. This is why I have people uh, call me instead of me reading their emails. Anyway, I started several months ago wanting to start a podcast and I found your online tutorial, which by the way is at learnhowtopodcast.com. It's free. He found he says, I found your online tutorial and have listened to at minimum over half of your podcast Answer Man episodes. Okay, my friends, this is episode 327. He's listened to at least 150 episodes. That's 150 hours of our content here. Okay, he says, I have purchased at least one of your online training products and I have used many of your affiliate links. I say all of this to say, I say all of that to say this. Thank you very much for providing me so much for, or, uh, no, thank you so much for providing let me try that one more time. Thank you very much for providing so much free content. I would have clearly loved to have gone through your A to Z course, but it's not currently financially possible. I do hope one day to apply for the Mastermind Group. Anyway, thanks again for all you do. God bless, Darren Dake. And by the way, if anybody wants to go check it out, darrendake.com. That's D-A-R-R-E-N-D-A-K-E. So there's a plug for you there. Darren Dake is the recipient of the best email I have ever received. And it's simply because of the subject line, I don't need anything. 
And how does that fit into this, this other principle of how to connect with people? Give, 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 and give some more and never expect a thing in return from those people. Just give to them. And and here's the thing, and this is why this can't be a formula because guess what? Now you're just gonna think, oh, what can I give to this person? What can I give to this person? What can I give to this person? But the thing is, is giving without any expectation to get anything returned. And by the way, that could be don't expect a return email. Don't risk, don't expect, and I have, I, I know somebody who, who I, and, and I've had this conversation, and by the way, because I, I know I'm going to tell the story right here, and I know there are going to be five people that's like, oh my gosh, he's talking about me again, and I'm, I've never talking about you specifically. These things happen. This is just how things are, and so I'll just say this. This has happened. I've had this conversation in the last 18 months at least five times, all right? So I have had the conversation where, yeah, you know what I like about you, Cliff, is that you return my emails, and, you know, I, matter of fact, I, I used to have so much respect for insert name of person here, you know, and, and, and it's like, well, and, and as you know, well, they don't respond to emails. And I'm like, yeah, I do know that. And they're like, and so that's why I've lost all respect for them. And I'm like, seriously, seriously. So, so what you're saying is that you reached out to them you probably even did something great. You even tried to offer them this and you were trying to do this and you really wanted to get, you know, to, to quote unquote, to, to be on their radar, for example, and stuff like that. And, and then all of a sudden, you, you, you maybe even offered to give them a, a service of value, something that you think that they would desperately want or need and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, just because they don't return your email, all of a sudden, now you've lost all respect for them. Well, my friend, that is why they have buffers because they, the, the thing is is that they can't do it for everyone. Now, I will tell you that everyone that, that, that has said this, each of those people, they, they all have a philosophy uh, that Andy Stanley teaches and, and they all pretty much follow this. Do for some what you wish you could do for everyone. And I, and I carry that out myself. In fact, I'm still doing too much for everyone. Uh, but but I but I am actually I I I no I am an expert at saying no, but uh, I could be I could still be better at it. Um, but but the thing is is that here's the deal. I I have conversations and and not that these people need their their honor defend because they don't. There's there's they need no defense from that argument. They need no defense from that accusation whatsoever. Uh, that that person even isn't owned an example. But my desire in these conversations with these five individuals that I've had this with over the last eighteen months has been hopefully to change their mindset. You know, it's like, dude, let me tell you something. And, and by the way, this came. I went to the Start Conference with a bunch of friends uh, a couple of weeks ago. It might. It seems like a couple weeks ago. It might have just been last week. I don't know. Anyway, embrace. John Acuff said this from the stage. He said, "Embrace your invisibility. This is the best time to make mistakes when no one is paying attention. Embrace your invisibility." And I, I say this, man. I miss the days when I could respond to every single email that came in. I miss the days where I could actually send every response. Uh, every email response was actually ended with a question to carry on the conversation with every person that emailed me. And I did that until I got up to the hundreds of people. And then finally, I just couldn't keep it on, keep going with you. For those of you who have been around um, Facebook since 2007 or maybe even a little bit earlier, um, you might remember the poke. You know, I remember just poking people, you know, poke and they would poke back, poke and poke back, poke. Finally, I just got to the where I just can't keep up with all these poking and stuff. So, and for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, oh my gosh, um, did Cliff just say he was poking people? Anyway, yes, but but anyway, embrace your invisibility, embrace the time where you can connect with anyone and everyone, but don't judge somebody because they no longer are able to contain, to consistently maintain and scale that of that approachability, that that accessibility. There comes a time when you might become so successful that you will have to limit the access that people have to you. And the only way that you can manage 
your integrity and character and what and the way that you love is is that you will take a philosophy of doing for some what you wish you could do for everyone. And you'll know that you can't do it for everyone and you'll have to be okay with the fact that people are gonna be upset. People are gonna say that they've lost respect in you. They're gonna talk behind your back and it's gonna happen. But here's what I tried to tell these five people. is like, listen, I wanna tell you, I, you know, if, if all the success that you are telling me that you want, you want to, you want to achieve this income level. You want to achieve these goals. You want to do this. You want to, you want to be able to do that. I'm going to tell you, man, to do those things, you're eventually going to have to get to the place where over time you're reaching hundreds of thousands of people with your message. And when you do, you also will no longer be as approachable as you hoped that person would be to you. And I have so been on the verge of hiring assistants to handle some of my email for me. And each time I've backed away from it. But I will tell you right now, I'm, I'm at that level. I, I, not like, I'm at that point. I'm, I'm probably beyond that point. And honestly, I feel like probably my, my indecision on actually putting that extra filter and maybe creating a private email address, I feel like it is probably keeping me right here at the place where I am in the growth of my business. It is, it is, a, an, it is an obstacle for me. It is, it is a hurdle that stands in my way. And I have made the decision uh, purposefully. I have thought about it. I have prayed about it. And right now, I've still decided that I want to continue to email, respond to every email that comes in. I've still decided that's what I want to do right now. But I can't say that that's always going to be the case. I can't, I can't say that. Because I know that I am, I, I, I believe I'm being called to, to greater things. I'm at the place right now where my brand reaches hundreds of thousands of people. I'm at the place where I'm have over a thousand emails a week. And I'm still waking up at five in the morning and and you know working until five or six at night and then sometimes go back to work in the evenings. Very not as much as I used to, but sometimes I do. And and I and I still work the weekends. And 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 it, it, you know, of course, I, I, when I say I work, I take an hour here, two hours or three hours here and go and do stuff with the family or Stephanie and stuff like that. But I still don't have the, I definitely don't have everything to where I want it. So what I will say to you is, it, you know, understand and respect people's boundaries. Understand why they may not be as approachable. And so give, 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 give and give more. But don't expect anything in return. Don't, I mean, can you think about possibly giving without even expecting an acknowledgement that you even offered a gift without being offended? Can you, can you imagine giving an email and not expecting an email response in return? Can you give hours of your life and not expecting to get paid or getting referrals or additional business in return? Can you give? And, and you know, I, I look at, some of the things that I did for people and and it's like, you know, I, I did it just because, man, I wanted to, it's just, I, I felt like I owed them and and I had this gift or talent or, or ability to help them, you know, with their show or to help them with, you know, equipment set up and stuff like that and it's like, dude, I'd love to just come and do this and, and you know, the, just to just to be in your presence, to just to know your name, to to know that you know me is enough for me. I don't want, I don't, it's like, for me to say to them, I don't need anything. Just, just, I mean, I don't even, I don't even need after I'm done here for you to even, you know, to, to, uh, just for me to be able to walk away and say, wow, I had this experience would be enough for me. You know, that, that, that stuff. And, and even if I don't get that opportunity, man, even then I still respect you and I'm thankful for what you contribute to the world. Those are the kinds of things that get on the radar of people. Those so so here's a couple things. You know, whatever your gifts, your talents, your abilities, your experiences in life, be willing to give, 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 offer to give to those people without expecting anything in return. And and here are some other things. Surround yourself with successful people 
who will challenge you and model those who have the success that you want. Tony Robbins said that. And of course, that's the whole idea. Well, how do I get myself around these successful people? Understand that you may not ever. You may not ever. But here's the thing. Find the people who are connected to them and and get to know those people if you can. Because guess, guess what? Some of these people are are not quite invisible, but they're still very transparent. They're still very accessible and and stuff like that. And 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 there are certain individuals that you'll you'll just recognize that you know you hear them talk about certain people a lot. And it's like, wow, those and, and find ways to serve those people. And by the way, what you'll find is that oftentimes just hanging out with those people that there I can tell you right now, uh, you know, a lot of people really admire some of the principles and the the ways that I say things and the way that I feel and the and some of the things. And I can tell you right now, I, so much of that has rubbed off of the people that I most admire. I, 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 it's just they're having that much influence in the way that I think and the way and people now pay me lots of money just to have an hour long conversation or just to to ask me questions for four weeks in a forum. People pay me a lot of money to do that, and 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 it's nece- it's not necessarily that they have to have direct connections to the other people they have this indirect connection of wow cliffs learned this 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 and and i'm benefiting the information's there and and you never know and and of course what i found is that there there are some times when somebody's like stands out it's like oh my gosh i've got to tell so and so about you or or something like that and it's not it just you never know but anyway, do, it is important to surround yourself with successful people who will challenge you. And it is important for you to model those that have the success that you want. But it, to, by the way, to surround yourself with successful people that challenge you, or actually, let's just put it this way. To surround yourself with successful people does not mean you have to actually be in a relationship with them. It doesn't mean that they've actually had lunch with you. It doesn't mean that they have emailed you back. You can surround yourself by successful people by reading their books, by signing up for their webinars or teleseminars. You can be around successful people by going to their conferences and shaking their hand. You can be around, surround yourself by successful people by listening to their podcast or reading their blogs. You can surround yourself by those people by just consuming what they're creating for thousands and thousands and thousands of people. You can benefit from that. I benefited greatly from these people that I, I'm so blessed to be connected to prior to, to actually meeting them in person. And then also model the success, model their success. You'd be surprised how much successful people are willing to share in so many different ways and forms how they achieved their success. And all you have to do, it's, it's there for you to read. And, and, and that's one of the reasons, like, you know, you know I've got Podcast Answer Man. I answer lots of questions over and over and over again. And finally, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this one. You know, how, hey Cliff, how can I get connected to so and so? You know what? Let me ten, send you over to episode 327. Kind of talked about that a little bit. And then I'm gonna give you two other quotes here. Uh, one is from Napoleon Hill. It says, "Learn this lesson once and forever: that you will find happiness only by helping others find it. Find ways to deliver happiness to other people." And Zig Ziglar said, you can get everything you want in life by helping other people get what they want. Do you have some, I mean, listen to those people, surround yourself by those people. And all of a sudden, I mean, you'd be surprised at the number of times that, you know, you'll see somebody that you admire that you want to connect with and you might follow them on Twitter and stuff like that. And maybe you've sent them an email before and, and you never got a response. But all of a sudden, they ask a question on Twitter and all of a sudden, it's completely within your wheelhouse. You, I mean, oh, dude, you've got the solution. And you could offer that. And, and just with a quick Twitter response, boom, you never know where something that, that might lead you. So, yeah, there you go. That That's that. I'll tell you what, let me go ahead and play one more promo, drink some water here, and uh, we'll move forward. 
Are you thinking of launching your own podcast and don't know where to start? You could have your own high-quality podcast online in just under four weeks, even if you have absolutely no technical knowledge about how podcasting works. Intrigued? 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 Since 2006, Cliff Ravenscraft, a podcast answer man, has trained thousands of people on how to launch a successful podcast. Cliff has coached top-ranked podcasters such as Pat Flynn, Michael Hyatt, Michael Stelzner, Dan Miller, John Lee Dumas, and the list goes on. Podcasting A to Z is a four-week group training course that leads you step-by-step through the setup of your very own podcast. Not just the technical side, but also the mindset that goes into creating a successful show as well. One thing is certain. At the end of four weeks, you will have experienced one of the best investments you can make in taking your message to the next level. To learn more details about the course, head to podcastinga2z.com. Podcastinga2z.com. Alrighty, and yes, I am in the middle of my, actually near the end of my first week of my 13th session of Podcasting A to Z, 28 students in this session, and wow, there are some awesome people. There's no way I'm going to tell you about all 28 of them, but I will just say that Christina Cantors is thinking about launching a podcast devoted to presentation skills for design students, uh, specifically, potentially, architecture students deciding whether or not she wants to go that niche or not. Anyway, Kirk Bowman will be launching the Art of Value podcast, Options and Pricing for Creatives. I love his tagline that he's considering how to get paid for uh, how to get paid what you're really worth. Value value-based pricing is a big topic out there that's going on right now. Uh, how to get rid of the hourly rate, if you will. David Fell is another student who has registered HealingTheWoundsOfWar.com. A possible focus for him may be hope and restoration for people who live or live with or care for those who are suffering from PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder, I believe. Anyway, he is an Army Wounded Warrior, uh, AW2, I guess, and a medically retired army chaplain. His lungs were severely damaged while serving in Iraq, and he also battles with post-traumatic stress disorder. Anyway, he has a, he's thinking about creating a podcast that will be helping people heal from the wounds of war. So, really exciting stuff that students are working on. I mean, I, I mean just for all over the gamut from just about any genre that you can think of, every category of podcast, 28 students. I'm so blessed to be able to work with each and every one of them. Uh, and my next session, my 14th session of podcasting A to Z uh, is now on the calendar for Monday, November 18th. If you want, you can go ahead and go over to podcastingatoz.com and use the promo code PAM for Podcast Answer Man and get $500 off. I'm going to tell you what, I am going to put off choosing your brand name to next week because I I went really long on that, how to connect with successful people, but I'm glad I did. I am glad that I did because um, I, I really, it, it's a topic that I get a lot. I, I, gosh, Cliff, how, do, how can I get on this person's radar? How can I connect to that person? So I hope that some of the things that I, I shared there have been helpful to you. And it's, it's not how do I, how can I get in touch with them, but how can I give in such a way to everybody that I know? How can I put a message out there that is powerful, that is meaningful, that is providing hope, that people pay attention, that get a message that gets noticed? How can I give, 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 give from all my skills and experiences and things that I, talents that I have, how can I give, not just to those people, but to just everyone? How can I give so that I'm actually known as a giving person, that that gets on the radar? And how can I do all of that without expecting, and again, the key here, expecting something in response? Giving without expecting in return is not necessarily easy to learn, I don't believe. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how you learn it. I hope you can learn it if you don't do it, but I hope you can. Anyway, so yeah, that, that that's that's the topic today. And then of course, uh, go check out Ed Gandia's high 
what was it? Let me go back to the name of it again. High Income Business Writing Podcast over at b2blauncher.com. And just remember, it's okay to have a, a niche focus. You can be the freelance writer guy. You can actually have a podcast called the High Income Business Writing Podcast. And you can still have this guy who's a podcast, new media, social media, content marketing, life coach guy, Cliff Ravenscraft, who will subscribe to your podcast, even though he hates to write. It, 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 still, it still works out. Anyway, so excited. Hey, New Media Expo. Just want to let you know that uh, if you have already registered for the event over at newmediaexpo.com, if you haven't, by the way, go over there. Use uh, Actually, go to gspn.tv slash nmx. gspn.tv slash nmx. And uh, that'll get, that's my affiliate link. And then if you use promo code Cliff20, oh goodness, I think it's promo code Cliff20. And I think that gives you 20% off. If not, email me and I'll send you the promo code. It's in the show notes. I do know that. And uh, that'll get you 20% off. And uh, also, the rooms are available now. So you go to podcastanswerman.com slash nmxroom, or singular, nmxroom, and you can sign up for your hotel. (sighs) I'm done. Thank you all very much. Podcastmastermind.com, podcastinga-z.com. God bless you all. I'll be back next week, and I will talk about choosing the brand name. Until then, take everything you do to the next level. Podcast. It's a man.